I've been looking forward to this interview for a while. Bike theft is one of those omnipresent crimes, especially in big cities, that lives in kind of a gray area between absolutely unacceptable and such an annoyance and kind of a fact of life. Uh, here's the odd thing, though. Take Vancouver. On average, about 2,000 bikes are reported stolen every year, according to the statistics. Uh, but police also recover about 2,000 bikes, many of which will not be returned to their owners because the serial numbers are not reported to police. So they end up in storage, they end up being auctioned off, and so on. Well, both the number of bikes reported stolen and the number of bikes returned to their owners has improved in recent years. And it's in no small part thanks to an initiative launched with the help of a man who was once Canada's only full-time bike cop. He's now retired, but the groundwork he laid lives on in Vancouver. And joining me now is retired Vancouver Police Constable Rob Brunt, still Canada's first full-time bike detective, if no longer perhaps the only one. I'm not sure of that. Welcome to the show. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me, Ben. I appreciate it. It's such a fascinating story because I didn't realize there weren't, come to think of it, it, it makes sense, but there weren't any dedicated bike theft police officers at any individual police station. Uh, how did yours come about? How did you pitch that as, as an idea and, and why was it taken up? Uh, well, so it's quite a long story, but I'll try to make right. it short for your <laughs> listeners. But um, so in 2015, I, like for, I, I was, uh, 2015, I'd been like a member with DPD for 25 years, but, wow. uh, but on the street the whole time. So worked in the downtown east side, mostly like the downtown core, right? But, but for years, um, I, I you know I moved from I I went to school in Edmonton, and I, luckily, fortunately, um, I got to work in VPD because it's my my dream city to work in, you know, my dream job. But um, but for 25 years, I'd been working with you know people on the street. I call them my work family, right? So. As a cyclist, I grew up as a cyclist as a little kid, and my family were immigrants, so, you know, you got a second or third or fourth-hand bike. And so, you know, you realize how important it is for school and for work and all that. But, you know, when I worked in DPD, I'd you know, downtown east side, and I'd run into my work family, and I'd be like, Billy, like, as a, so Billy's riding a bike, and as a cyclist, I'd be like, man, Billy's riding like a bike, like a $5,000 bike. I, like, I can't afford it. And I and I and I know Billy. I see him probably more than my regular family. Like you, right. like when you walk the beat and you ride, you know. And so I'd be like, Billy, where'd you get that bike? And he'd be like, Frank gave it to me. I'd be like, Frank didn't give it to you. Frank's been in jail for for six months. Why? Well, <laughs> so you know, you know all the stories exactly. Yeah, yeah, all uh, the stories. All the like all all the but 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 all the grounds we need to seize the bike. Right? It's found. It's stolen. Like all those things. But. Um, I'd run it on the Canadian police, like CPEC, the Canadian mm -hmm. police information computer. And so it's kind of like winning the lottery, but you know, if you type in a zero and it's an O, it doesn't come back. If you type in a one, it's an L or the worst thing is, is so bicycle is the only form of transportation, uh, in Canada that doesn't have a VIN on it. So there's no right. regulations. So the worst bike I ever flipped over had five sets of digits and so you're like <laughs> you know which ones like, to enter yeah yes and so you run one and you're like and you know dispatch comes back and you're like well you know detective brunt we've got a hit on that I'm like, oh thank goodness i won the 649 they'd be like yeah but not only did we get hit on it we got six thousand hits and you're like ah factory number <laughs> right so it came uh -huh. from china or japan right. or 
you know, wherever the bike was made. And you're like, man. So fast forward, you know, 25 years and I'd seized probably a thousand bikes by that time. And wow. so I, I got to go to the Vancouver, the city of, well, actually it's city of Vancouver property office. And so it's like in the movies, right? You always see the cage, you know, everybody's yeah. going to go get evidence and you stand and it's the fence and nobody, you know, I, I, I kind of think of it as like the wizard of Oz. Nobody gets to see right. the wizard. Well, so 25 years in, I got to see the wizard. I got to go behind uh, for for an unrelated thing, but they had this machine. I think it holds about 500 bikes. It goes up about 200, or, sorry, two and a half stories, and it holds about 500 bicycles on it. And 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 that thing was full. And, and these I'm were like, all bikes that had been recovered, all bikes that had yep, been stolen and recovered. Yeah, wow. Yep. So the cops do a great job, and so that was full, and there was like 200 on the ground, and I'm so. The property office guy, I'm like, hey, man, like, whose job is it to get this these bikes back? Because, like, you know, they're not doing a great job. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot of bikes. That's a lot of bikes. That's a lot of bikes. Yeah. And then, so, again, the cyclist in me looks up and goes, ooh, you know, there's a Norco Optic 9.2. I'm like, ooh, these, it's going to go are, to auction. Yeah, yeah, these aren't just yeah. like, it's not like Amsterdam. These aren't all the sort of like clunkers. These are a lot of really nice bikes yep. in Vancouver, needless to say. Absolutely. So I'm like, man, I'd like to buy that bike. And but then the cop in me goes, man, I probably seized that bike. So I wrote, I did all the paperwork. I went through all the steps, um, and now it's going to auction. And so I feel, I felt like I was like a football player. I carried the ball to the one yard line. I'm about to cross and to get a goal, and I fumbled it. Right. And so and someone else buys your Norco. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And so I said, you know, I said to the property office guy, I'm like, you know, whose job is it to get these back? And he's like, well, it's the cop on the street. He goes, we, we hold them. He goes, look, Rob, look at the amount of inventory of property here. And he goes, bikes are just a small part of it, but I've got to run this. And he goes, it's, you know, and and he's not being, you know, I'm going to say it, but he's not being like mean or anything, but he's like, it's not my circus, not my monkey. Like, it's just right. so overwhelming for him. And I'm like, man, like, we, you know, we should do something as an organization. You know, we, we do all this paperwork. We do all this. Be, you know, there's no, there's no Honda Civic sitting in the back of the property office, you know, whether, whether it's a thousand dollar car or a $10,000 car or whatever the price is that we know who motorcycles, you know, anything that comes in, if, even if, you know, I mean, I'm not being realistic. If you wheel the plane into the back of the place, we know who owns it. Right. right. But not bikes. Skidoo, not bikes. So not I'm bikes. Like, so I'm like, you know, we should do something in Vancouver. It, it should be very simple in this day and age to, to, you know, make a website or anything like that. And so, you know, then that's one of the things about, and you know, you know, I'm retired, so it doesn't help. You know, I'm not trying to get promoted and I'm not no, trying to no. shine anybody yes. on. But the chief we have right now, Top chief I had, like 30 years, top chief I ever had. Walk into the boss, go, hey, uh, you know, Adam, we, you know, we got a problem. We need to fix this. I'm like, you should hire somebody in IT to write, like, a little bit of software, you know, web page. He's like, really, Rob? Like, like, this is what we could solve. And he's like, yep, I'm listening. He goes, how much you think it's cost? I'm like, you know, sorry, chief, I'm a beat cop. I don't know, like, how much a website is or an app. I'm guessing $80,000. And so the chief goes, 
Mm, yep, you got a good point, Rob. You know, we're working hard. It's a lot of money. We could return. We can do a better job at this. It's your job. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow, you just got promoted. <laughs> you just, yeah. it, it's, it's always fun when, you're, when, when your wish comes true that you got to do all the work, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just wishing it was somebody else, right? <laughs> and so I'm like, chief, I'm, I'm a street cop. He's like, no, Rob, like, you know what you're doing. You know what you're talking about. I like, I believe in you. And so, you know, you know, like for any organization, you got to, you know, even your, you know, in what you do for the top guy to go, I think you can do it. I believe in you and go do it. That's amazing. Right. And you know, it is. Yeah. So it is. So now, now I'm proud because the chief's like, I believe in you. And I'm like, there's no way on earth I'm going to fail them. Um, so, but I'm like, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel, right? No pun intended. Somebody, <laughs> <Right>. yep, <laughs> yes, exactly. Somebody in Canada is doing this. And so it's my first desk job. So I'm like, woohoo, I got a desk job. It's not out in the rain. I'm not working ship work, right? I'm, I can have a coffee break, a lunch break. Like patrol officers don't get that, like that luxury. And I'm like, man, this is amazing. I, <laughs> so I'm going to have a workout even. Like, you know, it's, that's, you know, but you have, anyway, but, but so you've got some pressure on you though, because you, you need to come oh. up with, uh, with, with, with an idea to make sure that a lot more of these bikes are being returned, uh, to their rightful owners. We're speaking with retired Vancouver police constable, Rob Brunt, who went from 25 years of beat cop, uh, in downtown Vancouver in the downtown East side to become Canada's first full-time bike detective. Um, he's uh, telling us how that happened. He explained how he went into the chief's office and had noticed how many bikes had been recovered but never returned to their rightful owners and thought, there must be something we can do about this. And that's where we left the story off. Um, I know that you found some inspiration in the U.S. from a not unfamiliar, someone who invented a not unfamiliar video game system, apparently. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so um as I'm as I'm digging across Canada, I can't find anybody doing anything with bike theft. I start to look in the United States, and and you know I'm you know I'm two weeks in and I'm starting to get a little bit worried, and um, so uh, just total fluke, um, I reached out to uh, an agency, the San Francisco Police Department, and so they had run into this guy and they they're like, uh, and, and I, I talked to them and I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, nothing. Um, we've got this going on. And so hang up the call. But two weeks later, they phone me back and they're like, hey, Rob, we just ran into this guy who's an ex-Microsoft guy, and he's got this app called 5 to 9 Garage. So I am literally got the phone on my shoulder, and I'm, you know, I'm da- I download the app. And I'm like, holy smokes. Like, it, it allows. This is it. it, it this is it. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is amazing. Um you know, it, you can download it to register your bicycle. Anybody can use it. Um, the police, like you can print off a police report. You can police, you can uh, print, print off an insurance report. Um, it sends out a message like an Amber alert if your bike gets stolen. So I'm reading this like, and just loading the app. I'm like, this, holy cow, like, this is, this is amazing. So then I'm like, who's the dude? And they're like, his name's Jay Allard. So I'm like, how do you, you know, J as in James or J, J, Y. And they're like, no, just a J Allard. So like I'm sitting in front of my computer on my police desk and I'm like, J Allard, Google him. I'm like, whoa, he's not, he, he's not just a Microsoft guy. He's the inventor of Xbox. He's wow. <laughs> the only person above him 
when he worked for Microsoft with Gates, Bill Gates. And I'm like, right. they're like, they're like, um, Rob, he's looking for somebody to beta test his software. Can we give him your phone number? I'm like, you could give him my home address, my blood type, <laughs> like my next to This is not like, some guy in IT. This is not some guy in IT writing a few lines of code, right? This is, yeah, this yeah, is the big, yeah. Yeah, it's the whole, the whole enchilada. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, so um, they're like, okay. So the, you know, two days later, I get a phone call from the Xbox inventor and, you know, talks like a regular dude. And he's like, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm based in Portland. Um, I'm looking for a beta city to test the software. Um, can you meet me in, and, uh, you know, I, can you meet me in halfway in Seattle? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So, um, <laughs> so I drive down, I tell the chief I'm going down to Seattle to meet this guy. And so, um, uh, I, I, this part, I, I, you know, I don't mind telling the story all the time. So we're meeting in a microbrewery. So I'm like, right. what are you going to, what are you going to dress to meet the Microsoft inventor? So I'm like, man, I'm just not a suit guy, but I'm like, okay, uh, gonna I'm going to wear, I'm going to wear my dress shirt, my dress jeans and my dress shoes. And so right. Jay walks Does he in, show up in sweats? He, Does he show up in sweats? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a baseball cap. Uh, skater yeah. sk- skater shoes and all that and so he is just down to earth he's pulled up in like a regular car like i'm thinking like what you, you, like he's got a he's got a used vehicle just and our meeting's supposed to be an hour long and we sit there and chit chat about bike theft for 4 hours and his story is yep his story is when they work for Xbox, they worked, and I believe it, they worked like nonstop, no days off uh, for like almost two years to get the prototype out for Xbox. And then they were like, okay, been there, done that kind of thing. It's good to go. And we need some work-life balance. And so they create this bike team called five. They rode from five to nine at night. And so they right. called it project five to nine. So tell so, me, I have to fast forward yeah. you a bit here. We're going to run it. We're yeah, yeah. not going to get to the to the punchline. So you you managed to institute this in Vancouver, right? This is this is the end of this. Is that this actually comes into place where people can register their bikes? Yeah. So anybody can download the app. It's free. And so what we did in Vancouver was the everything about it is free. But we we have the one thing is like you can add this um, tamper proof sticker to your bicycle kind of like an ADT, ADT symbol for your bike. Right. And it has seven digits on it, like a license plate. But the big thing for me in policing was we know your bike's registered. We know you exist on a registration system. So now when we stop the thief with your bicycle, we can run it. Um, we can't see your personal information because Jay's about personal space and, and right. respecting that. But we can see your email. So I run your bicycle. It says... You know, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's five, you download, download the app, take five pictures of your bicycle, side of your bike, you with the bike, serial number, if you can find it or like even get it, um, you can add the shield number and then the front of your bike, what's unique on your bicycle. So now when the cops stop somebody with the bike, we can see all that information. And so now we go, well, (laughs) this bike belongs to Mr. Smith. Mr. Right. And you're not, Hey, Bobby, you're not Mr. Smith. <laughs> right. And exactly. so, yeah. And so it gives us the ability to, to, to see that the bike was stolen or even if it's not stolen, we can see it's not related to the person. So, driving it. so even if it wasn't reported stolen, 
How much did yeah. I mean? How much did a difference? How much of a difference did it make in the short term? Just with, first in getting bikes back well, to their owners and in 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 sort of dropping bike theft. So, some quick stats. So when Jay came to Vancouver and met with the chief, he's like, "Chief, we're going to register ten thousand bikes in three years." And I'm like, "Dude, he's like, don't make promises. I got to work here. If we don't do that, we did we did ten thousand bikes in five months, wow. like registered." We, we had lineups the, from the first week we did this. So um, yeah, just amazing. Uh, within a year, we knocked our bike theft down by 30%. Within three years, we went down 42%. So last year alone, and we're just using really minimal numbers. Last year alone, the reduction in bike theft where we were going from 2015 to now would have been $3.5 million in bike theft just last year alone, if a bike, if we say the average bike was worth $800. And then that's not even including like reduction in bike or police time. So you think every call we go to, it, it reduced our bike, you know, it reduced our call time. Like it helps everything. Incredible. I only have about a minute left, Rob. Did, is someone replaced you? I mean, this is, oh, this is ongoing, right? You set this up and it's, it's rolling, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. So it's still it's still full bore. Um, I know the chief is working on. You know, there's there you know they're obviously suffering from um, lack of um, manpower right now. People applying and all that. But I know the like I I literally walked into the chief's office when I was retiring. And he's like, this is a priority. Um, so Great. they're gonna they're gonna replace me for sure. But um, yeah, the well, the, Rob, the program's I'm, I'm still so going glad, full I'm bore. So glad I- I'm so glad after 25 years doing something else that you took this on and it all worked out. (laughs) And thanks so much for explaining how it did. And uh, I gather other cities will be looking at what you did as well to to copy, I imagine. Uh, Retired Vancouver Police Constable Rob Runt, thanks so much for your time on this Friday night before a long weekend. Ah, Thanks for having me, Ben. I super appreciate it. You are the reason that we're successful. The media has helped us so much. Um, We're super thankful. Great. Rob, have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Bye.